Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. Before we get started, I just want to say on behalf of every single Met fan out there, this is the Rico Bronya Podcast. On behalf of all of the people that were at Chase Stadium on that October night, on behalf of every Met fan that's watched this man pitch, let me just tell Adam Wainwright, can you go f*** yourself? <laughs> wow. Wow, you weren't kidding. You, were, you came in hot. Subscribe and listen to the Rico Bronya Podcast, available on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Alan Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Alan Jerry's post-game podcast. All right, here we go. Final podcast for this week from New York, because tomorrow I assume we'll do it from uh, probably the beach. Maybe Al will like, have his ankles in the water. Uh, and I'll be in our reclining like beach chair with a margarita, and we'll give you a podcast from Miami tomorrow. Al, how are you? Oh, hi, Jerry. No, we're going to do that from the set at oh, CBS. We're we'll not going to go to the beach? No, we're going to record it right after uh, the regular Boomer and Geo show. We'll oh, record okay. it right there. So I, I exaggerated you a little exaggerate bit? You exaggerate a little bit. Okay. I'm trying to think, like, do I, will I, I, I don't think I'm going to feel sand on my toes. I'm sorry to hear that. This trip. I what are you, can't. You're just going to do the show, go back to the room, take a nap? No, but I feel like I have like an uh, an 80 degree or higher rule for going to the beach. It's supposed to be 80. So right at the cutoff. Yes. It's not going to be hot. It's also weird to see people you work with with their shirts off. I don't take my shirt off. You don't? You nope. don't? You, and Gio doesn't seem like a shirt off guy either. No, I think he is actually. Really? I'm not because I got burned when I was 16. To where my parents almost took me to the hospital. And ever since then, there's what, why? 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 There's no point. I agree. I do not care. And it it has nothing to do with, well, you don't take it. I'm thinner than 95% of the people around the pool. It's not that. I just, I don't see any sense. My my kids wear shirts. I don't, it's like, you know what? Please. My my younger guy specifically is a very fair skin. Although Miami Beach, Jerry, probably a lot of cheek keenies down there. I would think so. Where the 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 butt is exposed in the in the bathing suit. Probably so. Jerry, I'm a day late on this birthday wish, but uh, the Kobe Bryant stuff uh, we had yesterday. Yeah. Uh, this came to me uh, direct message. Somebody slid into my DMs, Jerry. Uh, Sarah Linney. Hi, Sarah. Sarah said, "Can you give my boyfriend Andrew no a 21st birthday shout out?" He well, loves he loves your podcast and always has me listen to them whenever we are in the car. No, but Sarah, when it's your birthday, happy birthday, okay, Sarah. Okay, so we'll give Sarah happy birthday, yes. but not Andrew. 
No, Andrew doesn't need it. Andrew, he doesn't care. 21st, though. Andrew's going to be drunk. That's pretty cool. He doesn't care. 21st birthday. Do you recall what you did on your 21st birthday? Um, Do you anything special, Jerry? Did you go out there and tear up the town? Did you go to Red Bank and do shots? You would think I would remember that. Yeah. I don't. I went to Rascal's Comedy Club with the people I worked with at JFK Hospital, and I did not order a drink. You're kidding me. No, I didn't have a drink until I was 23. Wow. You know what? My 21st birthday and Kim's both fell on a Sunday, hmm. which kind of sucked. And we were not the type we were going to go out at midnight. We didn't right. wait for you know, whatever. I believe I went to, I forget the name of the place, a place in Red Bank where they had all these different beers on tap. Sat there and watched games and stuff. But it was nothing crazy because we had to go to work the next day. Right. So. All right. Well, listen, I hope Andrews is better. Wonder where Sarah gets him for 21st. Something cool. Well, I mean, she doesn't even have to get him anything. She could just, you know, have some fun with him. Oh, all right. That would be kind of cool. Don't you think? Uh, definitely. Jerry, I have an update to a story we did here. I think we did it on a day you were here. We may have done it on a day you were away with Rutgers. Uh, okay. The soy sauce situation, remember we yes. told the story that uh, was a thing going around the internet that if a man dips his testicles into soy sauce, he could taste the salt. Right, which I don't believe, but okay. Which you don't believe. Jerry, I heard from two different podcast listeners. They've tried it? Uh, Matt did it with soy sauce, and he said he could taste it. So I wrote him back. I said, taste it how? He said, when you dip your testicles in soy sauce, in the back of your throat, it triggers the taste of soy sauce. Okay. Then Don tried it with orange juice, and he said he could taste the orange juice. Really? Yeah. So So are you now tempted to try this? No, because I was... milk? No. (laughs) The reason I'm not tempted to try it is I do know that the penis skin and the testicle skin is much thinner than, say, the, the skin on your arm. And I don't... I think it absorbs things more... Differently. Differently. So I don't think putting soy sauce on my testicles it will then absorb into my actual ball and i don't want that i don't blame you i i yes that would be horrible i'm not interested in that okay these guys were matt the one who guy who did it with soy sauce said he did it in in the name of science in the name of science how so does that, like how does that work like what's the optic there so he puts some soy sauce on a plate and then lowers his body down right. so that they hang and dip into <laughs> the disgusting. soy sauce what are we doing like, it, does he look in the mirror and be like, wow, what, what does my life come to? Right. Like that time I used that sex toy, the sex pump. Right. Like, that's what I did. I was like, what am I doing? Like, you did enjoy it at the very moment, though. At the moment, yeah. <laughs> the very beginning, I was like, what is this? Then I got into it. <laughs> then when the act was complete, I was like, what a disgusting human being you are. <laughs> uh, and then did you time feel the went, same way the second time you tried it. <laughs> I, uh, I don't think I tried it the second time. Okay. I felt so disgusted after I had to wash it out. Think about that. Honestly, I had to take this apart and wash it. That's amazing. Disgusting. Anyway, today on the Howard Stern Show, I happened to see on their Twitter feed, Sal and Richard were going to dip their testicles in soy sauce to do it as well. Can I give you a story? Yes. You might even have this. Okay. But this was sent to me, maybe you two, from Connor Cook, our pal. Connor Cook. Yes. Now this is... Um, this is in the New York Post is where he sent me this. All right. So this is how I'm going to, I'm going to read the article. Okay. It says sexual peeling. Sexual peeling? Yeah. Doctors have warned horny young men 
to refrain from using banana peels to masturbate. Mm-hmm. A new bizarre sex trend circulating on social media. It's the closest thing to a BJ, wrote one guy who claims he's been doing it for years. Years? However, Dr. Diana, I don't know her last name, uh, cautions. She says you could develop a rash and sores on the penis, which can be painful and might lead to infection. Not only that, but she claims a person with a fruit or latex allergy could be more susceptible to a re- reaction from a banana skin. Hmm. I'm, I'm, I don't understand how we... I'm, I'm confused. So you peel the banana... You eat the banana. And then you cover your thingy with the banana peel? I would guess you would use uh, the inside of the peel on, the, on your area. Isn't it dry? <laughs> it seems like you'd have to use it quickly upon opening the banana you know what i'm saying like those those rot in just a few minutes i mean what a weird we are we like guys are the what is wrong with scientists people? ever uh, <laughs> guys have tried all sorts of things over the years how about this supporters say it's too good to pass up <laughs> good lord <laughs> there's how about this there's a uh there's something called jack Oh God, I can't say that. No, we, um, it gets four four and a half out of five stars with four hundred votes cast. On a website where men talk yes, about what things so. they use to pleasure themselves. I have used the no, I can't I can't say it that way. This is a quote. Okay. Bleep, 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 bleep. Have used the banana skin technique occasionally for many years. I'm now seventy eight. Seventy eight? The bigger the banana, the better. Wow. <laughs> You've got to feel like an animal. I wonder if you get turned on when you go to the supermarket and see bananas hanging there. How about that? What? I don't even think monkeys do this. And they love bananas. This past November, gynecologists were warning women. It's not just men. We're warning women not to masturbate with electric toothbrushes because it could cause trauma to their delicate area. Wow. Yeah. Humans are animals. Humans will go to all lengths for self-pleasure. It really is crazy. I mean, in fairness, you attached a pump to your penis. A pump, right. But it was made for that. Like it was uh, some factory made that. Someone invented that. <laughs> I did use that. Oh, boy. It was terrible. Hmm. We got into a discussion uh, on the program today, Jerry, about um, potholes. Gio was talking about how he had a friend to drive him into work today because we're going right to the airport and he didn't want to leave his car at the airport, blah, blah, blah. So Gio said he paid a friend of his to drive him in, but Gio decided to drive the car and then the friend just drove home. Gio saying he knows all of the potholes and things on the road. Right. Do you feel, I feel like I know all the the potholes coming into New York sure. from, like, you know where to change lanes uh, on the turnpike where the potholes are, the parkway. Right. And then don't you feel like a fool when you hit a pothole that you knew was there? You're like, I knew I, I yes. knew that pothole was there. Yes, there's one in particular. And I still hit it. There's one in particular um, when we're about to, uh, I don't even know the roads. As we're passing the airport and we're about to get on that ramp yeah exit 14 yeah there's i there's i know exactly where there's one and i try to avoid it there's a couple of them there's so many now a days and i don't know why they're always 
the potholes are lined up with the lines on the road. So when you're going to change lanes, you go doosh, doosh, yes, right into it. So I'm always on the lookout for potholes. And I do feel like, like Gio said, I know when to get over, when to stay in my lane. Sure. Uh, and then occasionally they'll like fool you by filling the potholes. Right. But it's only a matter of time before those exact potholes only a matter come of right time. back open. That is very true. Very true. They don't Jerry. do a very good job with it. To be uh, yeah. I, I think you got to redo the whole road. Otherwise, they keep popping up. Another thing that came up on the show today, Kobe related, but this yeah. was Kobe the player, not in memoriam Kobe. There was a story told about the night he scored 60 points. That was his yes. final game of the year. That one of the guys was going to give him another shot at the foul line to make sure he got the 60. Mm-hmm. I forget which player it was. But then they went back and asked the player if this were true, and the player said, no, it wasn't. It was Gordon Hayward. Gordon Hayward. He was going to do something that wherein if Kobe missed the free throw, he would get a third shot, right? Yeah. And they went to uh, to Hayward uh, after Kobe's death and asked him about this, and he said no, that he did not do that, that Kobe wouldn't want his 60 points in a cheapened manner. Which I believe. Which really made me think about the Michael Strahan sack record. Yep. Where Brett Favre essentially laid down for him so that he Not could essentially, get, he did. So that he could get the sack record. Yep. And do you know I think about that? Every time I see Michael Strahan on TV hosting one of his many shows. Right. I always think about that Fugazi sack record. Right. Because he could have got it the right way. Yeah, and it's so tainted. Yeah. And it's funny because the story that was told by Mike Tirico about the Hayward going to do something to get Kobe at the line one more time. Him saying, oh, that's the brotherhood of basketball helping each other out. But Kobe's right. That's not that's not the record then. I did or that's not me getting 60 points if you're handing me I points. could not agree I could not agree with you more. That's why there are people that there are people that actually believe I don't want to say it's tainted. It's not tainted, but there are those that believe Jeter's home run on his final day right. that the pitch was grooved to him and he knew it was coming. Okay, and they have the same, but we don't know that. But people, but people think that, and they say that even uh, there was a Cal Ripken one too. I don't know, maybe if it was the All Star game, might have been. But that's yeah. an exhibition game. I agree. Who cares? That's different. I agree with you on that. But yeah, the, uh, you've heard that about um, a couple of baseball milestones. Still, even if Jeter knew the fastball was coming or whatever it was, he's still he's not a home run hitter. He still had right. to hit that home run. You're right. So that was still impressive. But you know, when you when you have records that are you know, phony. Yeah. It takes away. It's Fugazi. It just does. I, I'm with you. I totally agree with you. Yeah, I don't like Fugazi ones. Jerry, I have a couple of uh, articles here. Okay. That Is first... it about uh, banana peels? No. But uh, a couple interesting ones. Uh, one, uh, this comes, uh, the headline says, a uh, man discovers deceased mother's Kindle. So his mom had passed away. Okay. Uh, they were going through her stuff. They found her Kindle. The mother loved to read. Right. Uh, she was, uh, how old was she? She was 74 years old. Okay. They decided to look into the mother's Kindle to see what she was reading. 74 years old. Well, they were surprised to find 992 titles. Okay. Most of which were written pornography. Good for her. With titles such as Sugar Daddy. 
Okay. And she was really into she was really into adults wearing diapers as really? a fetish. Yeah. Uh, so she had uh, diapered for pay, a day in diapers. <laughs> Doctor, it hurts so bad. Oh boy. Bad girl, good. What? Wh- can I ask you something? Yeah. Why is this out there? Well, I guess a, a guy on Reddit shared it. But why? It had to have come from her kids. That yeah, it came it from up. one of the kids. But why would you do that? Uh, I guess he just thought it was interesting that, wow, what? A, how you don't know people. He He's taking it on a lighter note. But I used to worry about that with, um, you know, many years ago, Jerry, when uh, pornography you had to get on a VHS tape. Right. And you kept them in, like I kept them in my home, and I, I had them labeled The Who at Giant Stadium. Yes. But... You know, I've never owned a, a, a pornographic VHS tape. Well, I used to, I used to, uh, me and my friend Paul, we would, uh, we had two VCRs and we would record them and then return them back to the video store. Whatever. You had them. I, never, had them. I never had them. We had them. That's funny. But I would have them in a, in my desk drawer, but again, labeled the who or Howard Stern show. Yeah, something. Sure. But I did always worry upon my early death, like what if I died in, in some sort of accident, died young, sure. and my parents were cleaning out my things, and they were like, oh, Al loved the Who at Giant Stadium. Let's put it on in his remembrance. And it's some porno. It's Debbie Does Dallas. Right. Now, luckily, we're in a day and age of computers. We do not have to do these things anymore. In fact, there was a Curb Your Enthusiasm episode early on this was in the DVD era before streaming. Right. Where uh, Larry and his uh, friend, Jeff Garland, they uh, had a had a deal where if one person died or was in a car crash, the other one would know where they stashed their pornography to get, to get it out of the house before their wife found it. So they wouldn't think less of them. Right. And very similarly, this gal here, 74 years old, has a Kindle full of... Pornography. Writing porn. Yeah. You ever get into writing porn? No. Could you write it? No, I don't think I could. You don't write think it. so? You could no. come up with a story? No. There was a book, uh I told you this once before. There was a book on uh our bookshelf growing up. We just had a random bookshelf downstairs. It had random books in it. But I found one time this book and it and a it described a sexual act of a man a uh, uh of a man lifting up a, a woman's skirt and, uh, you know, consensual. And I, I remember getting aroused reading that. So I guess I could be interested in it. I was, you know, teenager. But yeah, it but was interesting. Were you, okay, that's yep. fine. But I say I don't get the sense you read anything. Like, yeah. did, did you read comics? Comic books, yeah. You read them? Yes. Did you, did you I, read the newspaper? Uh, no, I read comic books. I read Sports Illustrated, Sport Magazine, Pro Wrestling Illustrated. Oh, God. So I was a reader, yes, if that's what you're asking. I, yeah, I didn't think you were. I thought maybe yeah. that was the only thing you read because of what it did to you. The pornography? Yeah. It was very erotic. Like, the man, it was, like, very descriptive. It was like he he cupped her breast from behind. <laughs> How you doing over there, Al? <laughs> I remember the book had a white cover on it. 
that's all I, covered like, in what i remember it was a white Why was it a, le- a white slick cover with red lips i'd love to know what the name of that book was i'm sure someone will send it to you <laughs> by the way my wife is gonna be here in 10 minutes 10 minutes good job like a 45 minute ride yeah the traffic just gone disappeared that's like that, crazy right. so you're bringing your wife to uh miami with us we yes this works out. She's never done the trip with us. Oh, really? But since it's so short, it actually works out. That is a good idea. I think if we would have gone uh, yesterday or Saturday, or Sunday rather, Sunday to, would, she would not have. See, and Gina wanted the long trip, not a short trip. You can't please all these women all the time. That's no, the I mean, I, My wife would have liked to have gone, but oh. she's too much going on at home. Too she much. Wouldn't, she wouldn't have gone for the full week. That's right. why this is perfect. Three days, get home. It is perfect. Not Wednesday, bad. Tuesday night, Wednesday night, Thursday night. Yeah. Home Friday. Yeah. Before the big game. Yes. You said it's going to be a beautiful weather Super Bowl. It's supposed to be 72 and not a cloud in the sky Sunday. Oh, man. That's kind of nice. Of course, it'll be dark, though, when they play. You want to look for a condo down there together? I've always wanted to buy because condos are cheap in Florida because they're a dime a dozen. Well, yeah, in Miami, evidently, they, like, built up so many of them that they became readily available. It's like a depressed real estate market because they have too much avail. I would have loved to have a condo. Something near a golf course where you could almost like rent it out for like golf trips and stuff and use it when you want it. But hopefully if you could sell seven or eight, nine golf trips a year, it pays for itself. And you've got Miami real estate. I think that's kind of neat. Not the problem with these condos is though the maintenance fee, monthly maintenance they're fee. Not, in a lot of cases, they're not much. Yeah. hundred bucks. Oh. I looked in New Jersey one. are ridiculous. I looked into one yeah. in Port St. Lucie. Three four years ago, because I wanted to take my son, and we I, we we wound up not going. But just looking online, I'm like, you know what? If nothing else, maybe I could sell some sp- uh, spring training trips. Yes, and the monthly fees were ninety three dollars a month, and the condo was eighty thousand dollars. I could see you doing that business. Yeah, it's spring not even a business. Training. Just pay for it so that you can use it when you want to. You're not really. Right. Ma- I mean, I guess you are making money because it'd be paying for itself. But it's not like I'm putting money in my pocket. But yeah, I, I thought that'd be a great idea. Just I didn't do it. Mm. So yeah, all right. There's that. Well, I'll if you're interested, we'll go looking at real estate down there, Jerry. No, my you, my wife's going down. I'm not going to leave to go look at real estate. Of course, if uh, they get hit with a hurricane, then our condos. I well, I'm be worried about that. I feel better about a condo though than like a freestanding house. I would think. Yeah, you don't. I don't. Okay. Wow. All right. All right, Jerry. The warm up show is next. <laughs> See you. It's the warm-up show with Alan Jerry, the shortest show on WFAN. Right, six, here we go on a Tuesday morning live from Miami. Well, not yet. We're still in New York. Al Dukes, how are you? Oh, hi, Jerry. We're going to Miami later on today. We are. That's right. So tomorrow, Radio Row. Radio Row. Who do you have lined up for us for the warm-up show as far Emmett as the guest Smith. goes? Who? Emmett Smith. Do you know I passed on Emmett Smith this I year? I do believe that. You've had him every year. <laughs> Too much. And yeah. It's I don't enough with you. the Emmett Smith. Did you ever think you'd be not, in a spot yeah. in your career or life? Right, where I was a big cowboy fan growing up, Jerry. Yep, please. Well, that was when you were a child. Well, uh, when, a, when a Hall of Fame yeah. guest would be presented to you as yeah. a producer, and you'd be like, mm, mm. I'm good. Eh. It's like Emmett Smith and Jerry Rice. Eh. Well, Je- but Jerry Rice isn't a great eh. guest, though, either. Well, like, they, it's the same thing. Yeah. Every year, plus don't they, they really, usually plug the same products. Yeah, they're, every and year? they're and they're into pushing their product products too much. I like right. a guy who's shy to push his product. And just can I just I get want it some in newcomers? At the end? 
And you he's know, like, Gardner Minshew is coming know who's by. A That's good one so interesting. Last year? Yeah. That translates to this year? All righty. George Kittle. We had him last year? <laughs> he was terrific. You don't remember that? I kind of do remember he now. He was a really fun guest. See if I get him again this year. And now, oh, well, he's playing in the game, oh, Jackass. <laughs> got it. So he's out. <laughs> yes, okay. He's out. he's out. Maybe Gardner Minshew will Gardner be a Super Minshew. Bowl quarterback next year. Probably not, but you well, never know. Uh, hopefully he wears cool glasses and like a headband or something. Did you see the woman? Photo. Did you see the reporter that went to the Chiefs press conference last night dressed up as Dorothy from The Wizard of Oz? I did not. And her question was, is there truly no place like Mahomes? And how? Who answered that? Who asked? Wow. Who was she asking? Patrick that Mahomes. Oh, Patrick Mahomes. And he said, yes, that's true. Ugh. Do not have audio of that, but oh, okay. I read it. Oh, you read it? Yes. Translated it. And saw the picture of her. Okay. She's a reporter from Washington, D.C. All righty. So we have that to look forward to. Well, I just did it. I I've kind of wore a, a tealish green colored shirt, Jerry. I kind of felt like this felt Miami to me. It's gray. Well, it's kind of greenish. No, cool. it's gray. There's nothing green about it. All right. It turns out I have a lot of gray outfits. Because I was looking you're like boring and bland. Yeah, I was looking to say like, hmm, what sort of Miami outfits do I have to wear? None. I have none. You none don't wear shorts, answer. right? I brought no shorts for your peg legs. Yep. You wear jeans that mm-hmm. your legs float in, right? <laughs> and all your clothes are boring. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm looking right. forward to that. Not going to wear a skin tight spandex type of shirt. No. Because you're a runner now. Uh, well, my hip is killing me from running, but I'm trying <laughs> oh, to be a You runner. just started. I did just start, but I'm that trying. That happens after 30 years. Oh, 30 Not years, 30 no, days. 30 days, yep. Aren't you glad you got those sneakers? <laughs> yes, very pricey. <laughs> Jerry, is it a big deal that the Mets lost out on no. Starling Marte? I don't think so. No. Okay. I was going to ask you what position. Oh, boy. <laughs> He's a catcher, Al. But uh, the Mets were chasing him, would He's you say that? He's not a catcher. He's oh. just like no reaction. He plays first base. First baseman? You really have We no already idea. have Pete Alonso. What do we need Starling Marte for? He's an outfielder. Oh, he's an outfielder yes. now? People are looking for an upgrade in the outfield. Let I don't me, know how much upgrade. of an upgrade at this point he is. Yeah. No, it doesn't. Whatever. He went to the Diamondbacks. Yeah. Another guy going to live in Arizona. Great. Living the life. Living the life. Although I have a friend of mine that is just terrified to move to Arizona. Because he hears that people have to go out with their flashlight if mm-hmm. they go to work early to make sure there's no rattlesnakes or scorpions on their path to their car. Right. I mean, that seems kind of troublesome, but well, you get the, used to it. At least the rattlesnake makes a noise. You'd hear. I would think so, but the scorpion probably does not. No, scorpions make. Like, no would noise. you be all right with that if you moved to Arizona, knowing you're going to go out in the dark if you didn't have a garage? God knows what's waiting for you when you come out. Yeah. You know, when I lived in uh, Florida, outside of Tampa, and I worked in the city of Tampa in St. Petersburg, there were uh, alligators in my neighborhood because we had, like, little man-made ponds and lakes, and the alligators would live in there. And that didn't really bother you. It didn't bother me, but I was cautious walking to my car, thinking if one is under my car and I startle him, will he eat me? Well, sure. That could happen. But, yeah, I would be worried about scorpions. I remember one time I played golf with Boomer in Arizona when we were there for the Super Bowl five years ago or however long ago it was. And he said, all good on this golf course, beautiful golf course, but if you see like a a hole like the size of a quarter or a little stay away. That's where the snakes are. Oh. Oh, okay. I'll I'll pass. You you have that starling, Marte. Yes. You didn't want to come to New York where all we have is rats and they don't (laughs) kill you. A rat rat will not kill you. A rat will not, but it'll freak you out. 
a it will freak you out. A rattlesnake and a scorpion will kill you. Could kill you. Like if you get stung by a scorpion, you dead within. I have no idea. A short time, or do you get a a vent? Like how Eddie actually was moving the microphone before I asked him. You knew that was coming. Yeah, it just depends on your sensitivity to the venom. How large the scorpion is, how and is quickly. that a myth that you could suck the venom out? No, that is, that is true. But then it, the venom's in my mouth. Well, well, I don't want that. Out. Oh, you yeah. gotta suck the venom and spit the. What venom. I accidentally swallow the venom, then well, all of a sudden dead. I'm dead. Yes, and I was trying to help you out. That's the way yeah. that would go. So not necessarily but, fatal, but but untreated, you'd be a hero. I would be a hero. A dead hero, but a hero. But a hero. Oh, I go on a tour down there. Did you see? I saved this man's life. <laughs> Where's like, News 12 in Arizona? I'm sure they have one. <laughs> of course. It's good News 33. <laughs> I like this idea that MLB's uh, looking to do this year, Jerry. Miking yes. up the umpires. It's about time. And not that you would hear everything they're saying, but they would be mic'd up like the referees are in football. But it's for the reviews, I think. For reviews. I so think you could a explain. great idea. Because it is funny. Like, there's a big review in baseball. The umpires disappear. They come back out and do hand signals. They either go... Or they go, or like the home run, the they home do their run, thing. Yes, that's true. The... And sometimes you need to know what's going on. Yes. So I, I'm with you. I think it's a great idea if they do it. Yeah. I think they're going to, but we'll see. Also, would they be able to be mic'd up when the guys are arguing with them? Uh, well, the that mics, I would love. So I would think MLB will have that audio. It right. would be a question of what they release and oh, what they actually awesome. air. I don't think you're going to watch you know, the Mets and Cubs on a Tuesday night and you're going to be listening to the umpire while listening to Gary and Keith and Ron. I don't think that'll be the case. No, no, I'm saying, like, if the umpire decides, like, somebody's getting nasty to him, could he click his microphone on and let us all hear it? Maybe. That I want. Uh, maybe by accident. I'm going to call Rob Manfred today. I mean, let me ask you this. Hockey referees have mics, and they talk to the crowd when there's penalties. They don't turn their mic on during a fight. They don't? They no. talk to the crowd? Yes. Well, when boy, was the last time you went to a hockey game? In a while, Mikey Strong game a couple of years last year. <laughs> Those refs don't have mics. They don't. Idiot. So the really baseball's <laughs> on. the only umps, uh, only oh, umps and refs man. that don't have microphones. Let's get with it. Well, they're getting with it, and okay. I think that's great. Good. Well, NBA referees don't have them. No, they have whistles though. <laughs> yeah, yes, but even them, it would be nice to get an explanation sometimes. Let's when they, Mike, they go to the, the the table, the scores table, nonstop yeah. for reviews. Let's mic those guys up. We as should well. mic them up as well. I agree. Uh, DeMarco Murray is doing something that I would love to do, Jerry. Which he, is? He's going back to his alma mater, Oklahoma, to, to coach To be an assistant their, special teams coach? No, he's going to coach the running, running back. backs. This would be like This would be like me going back to Kane University, Jerry, in New, Union, New Jersey, and being in charge of the radio students. I, that could be in your future. Say a couple of stupid things. You could be there next week. I don't want to say stupid things and get fired and be there. But I think, I bet you they'd hire you in a heartbeat. Is that right? Yeah. You've got a future teaching. Teaching young uh, young people about radio, Jerry? Young up-and-comer and whippersnappers. Like DeMarco Murray immediately, instant credibility. Yes. Was a gr- uh, very good running back in the been NFL. Been there, done that. He's been a- at Oklahoma. I do the same thing. I walk right back into Kane. Listen, kids. This is how I'm going to bring in Jerry Recco to show you all how to do proper updates. And the kids say, who are these two old people? (laughs) (laughs) You guys still work? You're not retired? (laughs) You're blocking our jobs, man. (laughs) Yeah, get out so the young people can How long have you been doing this? Leave already. Mm. And this is stupid, Jerry. But it's a... You have a stupid story? No, not you. A New York teen is petitioning to move the Super Bowl to Saturday. I feel like we get this every year. 
Well, I don't know why we're not waiting. Why we're waiting to do it on the Sunday before President's Day? We've been talking about it for you know years. Oh, do and it years. then, and Let's then where everyone's off Monday. Yeah, the season's long now. There's no reason not to do it. Isn't it the following week or in two weeks or something? Something like that. So let's go. Isn't so President's Day next kid. Monday? No, I'm not. I'm not really into moving it to Saturday, but because the fo- football to me is on Sunday. It's Super Sunday. But there's no reason why they don't stretch it out another week or whenever President's Day right. is. It's coming up soon. Third Monday of February. The third Monday? Oh, we yes. got to stretch. Well, we're going to get a 17th game. We throw oh. in another playoff game so there. Then that's Boom. what? The fourth? The, oh, that's far. E. That's the 18th. Oh, so you'd have to have 17th. Whatever. Perfectionist. Um, whatever that date is, yeah. we'd have to throw in another buy. Yeah, that's a lot. It's a lot. Saturday would be cool, but we, you're right. Football is a Sunday sport. It is. Saturday is college. Not football. start the game at 6.30. There you go. Can we go back and start the game at 4 p.m.? Three, what? 1 o'clock in California, they, 4 o'clock out here. Perfect. They start the uh, one championship game at uh, 3.30. Let's do that. I'm, I'm with you. I'm with you. I don't right, know why. Get, we have to take a break. Let's get this kid in here. We're I'm not going to change his, this right now. Change his petition to... Quick, quick break. 3 not o'clock Really Sunday. not so quick. But quick break. And then Boomer's back, and he joins oh. G at 6 on the fan. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry, the superheroes of WFAN. All right, welcome back. We've got a little time to the top. A lot of Super Bowl stuff as we head off to Miami. Al, like a Friday night, you got 17 seconds. Go. <laughs> I see Jessica Mendoza is likely out of I the booth. I guess so, huh? Is A-Rod still in? That They say A-Rod is in. Who's the play-by-play guy? Vaskersian uh, still? He still is a possibility. I like Vaskersian. This according to the New York Post. Okay. So she can now be full-time for the Mets. Okay. Coming up tonight at 6.30, okay. it's Sweeney Murdy and Ed Coleman.